This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3004 for Thursday, the 6th of February 2020. Today's show is entitled, Fixing Simple Audio Problems with Audacity. It is hosted by Dave Morris, and is about 13 minutes long, and carries an explicit flag. The summary is, sharing a few experiences with Audacity that may be helpful to others. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to Archive.org forward slash donate. Hello everybody, this is Dave Morris and uh, I'm welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio. Now today I want to do a hopefully quite brief show talking about using Audacity to solve a few audio problems. Now I'm no expert on the use of Audacity, I have a bit of experience and have managed to fix a few things, but um, I thought in sharing a few recent experiences might be helpful to, to somebody or maybe get a conversation going and get some more contributions to, to this subject from people who perhaps know a lot more than I do. So what happened was I recorded the audio for a show I did with Mr. X in 2019, number 2972 it was. And um, we, we were sat in my car because we couldn't find anywhere quiet and it was very cold so we didn't want to be outside. And I used my Zoom H2N recorder, one I'm using now actually, and I put it on a little tripod on the dashboard of my car. But something about this setup caused, to me anyway, the, the resulting audio to be very sort of boomy and echoey and quite a lot of sort of bassiness in it. And I was keen to reduce that, make it a little less unpleasant to listen to. Now, one of the things that uh, I do with pretty much all of my audio, partly because I, when I'm speaking, when I'm doing uh, these types of things, I tend to have a, not a script so much, but I tend to be looking at the notes that I'm, I've prepared already. And I tend to be sort of riffing, riffing on them. And along the way, I sort of hesitate and leave gaps. So I thought, I usually run a truncate, the truncate silence effect in Audacity to clean that stuff up. But I have not been doing this very well, I feel, because listening back to some of the results, you can hear that if you speak as I do, where you sort of try to get very quiet towards the end of a sentence, the truncate silence just chops that off. And if you don't start a, a word very loudly, then it can also do the same. And you do hear it on others, other uh, stuff as well. You know, it is a, a common issue with the silence truncation, I think. Anyway, I thought in this particular case I would 
try and get truncate silence to work better or learn how to use it better. So I put a couple of requests in the notes here. If I didn't do a good job explaining all this stuff in this show, then let me know and tell me what I should have done. And if you have the expertise, then how about doing an HBR show to talk about how you deal with common audio problems? For example, I've had things where there's a a mains hum, probably because where I record in the proximity of... I'm in my sort of dining kitchen area, and there's there's things like fridge freezers, too, actually, quite close by. So I think sometimes mains hum gets into stuff. So how would you remove that? And do you use compression and normalization to clean things up? That, that type of thing would be amazing to, to know more about, I feel. So what did I do with the audio of this episode 2972? Well, the first thing I did, and I always do, is to run the noise reduction effect. And that's because most of what I produce has some background noise, and I need to to chop that out. All I have to do is to select the effect and sample a piece of the audio to get a, what they call a noise profile. What I do usually is to get set the switch the recorder on, let it run for a, a little while, a few seconds. So I've got a sample of noise to uh, to do this with, and then having taught the effect what the noise profile looks like, then I select the whole thing, tune the settings a bit, and run it on the whole thing, and you should see the the silences that the amount of noise in the silence is disappearing somewhat. So that's uh, that's the thing I find is really, really useful to do. I'm not going to go into a lot of detail about how you do this, because if you go and look at the Audacity manual, and I've linked it, it shows diagrams and it explains it really, really well, much better than I can do. So the second thing I did was I ran a high-pass filter on the audio. Now, this is a way of reducing low-frequency noise. And as I said before, I felt that there was a, the hollow nature of the original audio was perhaps due to the, the um, audio f- frequencies that were knocking about inside my car. It wasn't damped properly or something. I, I really don't fully understand. Somebody who's a proper audio engineer might be able to explain why it would be like that certainly heard other people record in their cars and it doesn't sound too bad. Anyway, I thought, how about if I remove, if I try a high-pass filter? And what this does, it passes the frequencies above a certain threshold that you set and attenuate frequencies below that cut-off frequency. So I set the cut-off frequency to 500 hertz and there's a roll-off setting which is the decibels per octave, to six decibels. I had tried what the the effect offered me as the, the default, which was a 1,000 hertz in the first instance, but it was awful. So I think it re- it actually removed much, much of the... You, it doesn't, didn't really sound like a human speech at all. So 500 seemed to be a, a good compromise. And... Um, that seemed to do something useful. It did, you could hear 
to me anyway, you could hear the reduction of some of the frequencies. It it seemed to me to, to take away that sort of weird boominess. Now, because that high-pass filter had reduced the, the overall volume, I then applied an amp amplification pass. And uh, this is quite well documented and it's fairly easy to do. There's a value in the amplification box when you uh, fire up this effect. And if you follow that, it will produce a new peak amplitude of zero decibels, which is sort of normal normal level, I guess you'd, you'd say. And in the case where I did this, the value was 1.106 decibels. So I just use that. Because you can do do these things, you can run the effects, listen to what the result is, and then click undo, you can, you can experiment. Especially if you make sure you've saved <laughs> the work so far before you do it. I might not have amplified it quite enough because the end result sounded moderately quiet when listening to it on HPR. Though oddly, it sounded fine when played through Audacity, but obviously the settings are different in the two two situations. But anyway, it uh, bumped things up a little bit more so it didn't sound quite so faint after this after the work already done on the, the sound. Then came the silence truncation, which I tend to do at the end of everything. This is the order the sort of order I normally use if I'm doing this sort of stuff, which again I'm open to uh, to comment on if it doesn't seem like I'm doing this right. So as I said in the notes, there's an art to using silence truncation. And I said as in the preamble that, that uh, the effects it has, if, if not used correctly, is that it chops the beginnings and ends off words. When I started doing this on this particular audio, I did it the way I normally do it. And there were some really unpleasant truncations applied to it. So uh, this made me want to go and experiment with how to do a better job. The truncate silence effect is documented really well, so I've, I've referred to that. And what I did was I set the threshold to minus 25 decibels. I tried using minus 20, but that caused some of the, the quieter starts of words to get truncated. So... The decibel scale is logarithmic, and zero is sort of the the normal, the mean, I guess. And uh, so it'll probably explain it better in the Audacity manual. Anyway, I used minus 25 decibels. Then I went for a duration of half a second, 0 0.5 seconds. I used the compress excess silence option and chose compress to 50%. You'll see this in the in the documentation. Now, this is the first time I'd used this this combination of settings. Previously, I'd chosen the truncate detected silence option, and had not been using the best threshold value to do it. So, I think that the end result is a lot better. It doesn't. It's not quite so brutal with removal. So, if you've got a long piece of audio with silences in it, it doesn't reduce it quite as much as the other one would. However, the end result sounds a lot nicer. The end result was, sounded pretty good, and uh, I'm hoping that this will uh, will help people to 
they, if they're not doing something like this, to, uh, to have a go at it if the, the mood takes them. So what I'm going to do is to play uh, the same chunk of audio from the show I've been talking about and with the different effects. So the first one is the original audio as it came off the recorder. It's got noise in it. It's, uh, I think it sounds boomy, but I'm, the more I look at this, the less I, I'm convinced. However, interesting anyway. So here it is. Hi everybody. This is Hacker Public Radio. Welcome to our show. So the next one is after noise reduction, doing the same sort of thing as I mentioned before. I haven't taken the noise from this piece of audio itself, but from the preamble in front of it, which I haven't included. So it just if you if you can see the waveform, you'd see that it's, it's a lot cleaner. Hi everybody. This is Hacker Public Radio. Welcome to our show. Next is the high pass, sort of doing the high pass filtering, and it's, it's you can hear it's it's got a lot more sounds like an old fashioned telephone in some respects. The the number of frequencies have been reduced, you can tell that. And from the waveform you can see that stuff has been reduced, the peaks have been reduced in height, which is why Hi everybody. This is Hacker Public Radio. Welcome to our show. In the next one, I have thought that the volume was too low, so I've amplified things. And this is the result. Waveform looks a lot higher than the previous one. Hi, everybody. This is Hacker Public Radio. Welcome to our show. Then the last one has had some silence truncation. There wasn't much silence in this sample. We There were two of us talking, so whenever there was a gap, somebody else spoke. So there wasn't a lot to remove. However, um, I wanted to demonstrate that it's possible to do silence truncation without nibbling away at the starts and ends of words. So that's the end product. Hi, everybody. This is Hacker Public Radio. Welcome to our show. So hopefully that demonstration helps a wee bit. I hope you found it uh, entertaining, even though you heard the same clip over and over and over. I got bored, so you probably got a little bit. Okay, that's it then. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.